Hello and welcome to Opinionated, the podcast for opinionated people by opinionated people. My name is Anne Williamson and as always I am joined here by the fabulous Stephen Trajanovsky. Here I am, baby. Signed, <laughs> sealed and delivered. I'm, I'm yours. And no, no, I'm just here. Is that really not if I want you? <laughs> no, not yours. Just here, doll. How are you, doll? Look, I'm okay. I'm mm. great. I'm wonderful. Couldn't yeah. be better. Yeah. How are you? I'm great. And how was your week? Um, I... My week was good. Um, what did we do? We went away on the we weekend. We went away. Yeah, we um, had a, a girls' little trip to we ha- Bendigo. We, we did have a girls' weekend to Bendigo. Uh, mm-hmm. We went. I'll give them. A, they they did say this over dinner. They said, "Well, we get a shout out on the pod because we're with you." And Stephen and I, in the most us thing, just like paused, <laughs> looked at each other for a second, went as if you deserve hmm. a shout out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we went away with friends of the pod, Lindsay and Steph, and we went to go see the Balenciaga fashion ex- um, exhibit. Absolute bullshit. Um, don't waste your time, guys. No, do not. To put it frankly, I was wearing more Balenciaga <laughs> than I saw in this exhibition. Rem- it was not it. I remember you and Lindsay like went off and... Um, Steph and I are like the two people who are probably least going to be into that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so we like walked through and then we like crossed paths in like this one section. I went, this is nice, isn't it? And she went, is it though? And I went, oh my God, thank God. No, it's so boring. It, it is not. It was not nice. No. To call it a Balenciaga exhibition, have more than 10 pieces of Balenciaga. Yeah. <laughs> I think what happened was they just got um, a massive donation from like a private collector. Mm. And a lot of them said donated by a certain person. And a lot of them were the same person. So I think they would have gotten a massive donation and thought, look, we've got a bit of Balenciaga here from the 50s and 60s. Nothing before that as well, which I thought was unusual. Let's just make it a Balenciaga exhibition. Mm. And it was not it. There was nothing yeah. there. I mean, the rest of it, like, we had a good weekend despite Oh, yeah, we had a great weekend. That. We just didn't stop drinking. Yeah, um, Stephen and I d- uh, discovered that we are basically world champions at Taboo. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, Taboo is a game, basically, um, if you watch a lot of Will and Grace, you'll see that they're really good. Well, step aside, because we're the new champions. We're really amazing. It's this game where you basically get a word that you've got to get your partner to say. You've got to explain it, but you can't use these words. Um, so like, it'd be like, if you're describing the word table, you can't use, you know, wood, uh, anyways, lounge room, dining, kitchen. And I just remember the one that was just the most us thing. <laughs> like, you know exactly what I'm going to mention. No, I don't. I'm waiting for and it. And I pull up my card and, uh, you know, I'll, let's just give them a live reenactment okay, of how okay, this went right. down. Right, I read on. my word and within like 0.2 seconds I went, Oh, Kim, you forgot to return those bloody... DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. We um, had an unfair advantage. We've known each other for 21 yeah, years. Yeah, I mean, that is I true. know what you're thinking before you even say it. Yeah. What am I thinking now? <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Let's have a sip of that African tea. Yes, actually. Let's get that African tea. Cheers, Amy. I was just saying to Steve and I was like, what happens when we drink all of Lee's African tea? Like how? He's like, oh, we'll replace it. I'm like, what, are we going to go to flipping Africa? Yes, we will. I'm going to, is it hot? Have you, did you, you made it. I made it. I don't know if it's hot. Mm. Oh, that is like the perfect cup of tea, Stephen. Fabulous. Have you drank it? No, I haven't. I'll get into it now. It is divine. Um, anyway, so while Stephen's getting his African tea, um, I started my new job. 
Amazing. Um, so it's been two days. Um, a lot of learning. Um, loving it. I have my own cool email address. There's even a little sign above my desk that says Amy Williams. Oh, you have a little desk you can decorate yeah. with photos of Kevin. Yeah. So far, there's just like this, like St. Kilda rubber duck. Um, that the previous like desk tenant obviously left there. Yes, but she she also left me some bubble gum, which is nice. Well, oh, that's nice. I mean unintentionally she left it, but I'll I'll claim it. Um, fabulous. Now else before I have a bone get... to pick with you, actually. Oh, go on, go on. Okay, before we get uh, into some housekeeping, you should have a bone. <laughs> so we've had this same feedback for about like well, I mean not the same. We didn't get it again. I'm giving you the feedback now that. We always say we're going to post things on the Instagram and we don't. <laughs> so Stephen last year was like, I mean not last year, last week was like really proactive and was writing down all the things he was going to post. Yep. And I did. I have. No, you haven't. What haven't I posted? That ASOS account. Oh, okay. I'll do it right now. It'll go out before this episode. <laughs> before this episode airs. I was thinking that today. You just post so many memes. Yeah, I do. But they're funny. Yeah, No, they are. Great quality content. Yeah. Sometimes I'll see something right. The other day it was actually that Shakira, Shakira thing you posted uh-huh. and I liked it. To save it for us, and then I realized it was actually us that uploaded it. Oh, so I like saved it, but like, Stephen, this is funny, upload this, and then I saw it and I was like, oh, I can unsave that now. <laughs> well, speaking of Instagram, I've got a little bit of a housekeeping to get through before we get into our yes. first topic. Now, last week we discussed a little competition that we're running, which we're still running. Mm-hmm. So, for this week's episode of Opinionated, what we want you to do is uh, take a photo of your surroundings. You could be in a beach, you could be in an office, you could be at the gym. Could you listening to the pod, I guess. Wherever, jail, Karabakan, who cares? <laughs> take a photo, tag at the Opinionated pod and pop it on your story. We will reshare it. Hashtag friend of the pod. Hashtag friend of the pod. And then one lucky winner, or you know what, a few lucky winners. Yeah, I think, I think a few. We'll I think we'll receive, be nice. Yeah, we'll receive custom-made friend of the pod drink bottles. Yeah. I also have some housekeeping from last week, as if you guys listened, um, which I know a lot of you did. Um, I get those numbers. Um, at the end of the episode, the audio tend to fade it out. Um, that was just an editing glitch by my, I will take full responsibility for that. Um, I didn't notice it until I was listing, and by that stage, I was like on a train, and I was like, mm, "Fuck it, mate, they'll be fine." That's right. It was amateur hour. We yeah. had the live studio audience and everything. Just it was just everything shit. was. It was just jats crackers, as Stephen would say, <laughs> and I just I didn't have the time. All right. Um. Although you, so remember last week, and you asked me about um my most embarrassing moment. Oh, here we go. I forgot now about this. I don't Let me even just get my African tea. I don't on. even know if this is my most embarrassing moment. Um. Because, like, not necessarily anybody knew it happened, but I know it happened. And I just think, like, it's one of those stories that I'm typically quite an open book. And anything that's, like, disgusting, mm-hmm. I will pretty much share. Um, so. Is it one of those things that even though no one knows what it is, even even though no one knows what it is, you sort of think back at it all the time and sort of think, oh, fuck, I'm such a fuckhead. Well, I like to um, sort of bring this up. Because I just, it's like one of those stories that it's not going to happen to anyone. And I know that it's instantly going to get me a reaction. Okay, so I was um, with, again, every week, friend of the pod, Lauren um, Black. And we had like a, a singing concept. And me and Lauren decided that we would like go to the local McDonald's and we would buy like all these ice creams for kids. Anyways, so we bought a whole bunch of ice creams and I ate one. I am actually, I wouldn't say like I'm lactose intolerant. I'm just typically not good with milk. Um, so I ate one and then I like went back to like the backstage of the singing student. I was like, I need, I need a poo, you know, um, girl has to do number two. <laughs> and 
I went to the toilet. Oh, hang on for a second. Nature's calling. Yeah, nature. Yeah. South of Australia. It's beautiful. <laughs> South of Australia. South of Australia. Um, oh, no, Kel, that's a cassowary. I've been able to pull off a cassowary. Um, and so I went to the toilet and, um, you know, there's like stomach aches where like those poos um, where it's like just like it's not an ex- it's not an enjoyable experience. Um, you know that not everything's as like, you know, as hard as a rock down there. Um, anyway, so I had a bit of a stomach ache. Finished up, you know, did the, uh, wiped myself because I'm not a fucking animal. Washed my hands. Anyways, there was no mirror in this toilet, which is disastrous. All mirrors should have, all toilets should have a mirror. And I was then just like carried on with my day. And then it wasn't until that. (laughs) Don't tell me. 20 minutes later, that friend of the pod, Lauren Black, and I don't even know if she knows this real story as well. So I don't think I told anyone. She was like, What's that on your face? <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean what's that on my face? And she's like, you got something on your cheek, doll. You had a piece, you had shit. You had a skid mark. <laughs> I went to like look in a mirror. Obviously, like, you know, cheap toilet paper. <laughs> I obviously How? have then, well, I'm guessing like. Where cheap, is your asshole? Cheap toilet paper and I've wiped and there's. And, you know, I've obviously, like, touched my face before I've washed my hands. But essentially, yeah, I I walked around with shit on my face. Oh, okay. This is no better, the perfect time for this meme. Do you remember those two girls singing, British girls or Irish girls? (laughs) Yeah. And then the mud walks in and says, which one of yours did a shit and doesn't know how to flush the toilet? And the girls are like, it wasn't me. I didn't even flush the toilet. I just just walked around uh, with my shit on my face. Disgusting. And it's one of those things that... When you're younger, you get really embarrassed. But now that I've kind of gotten older, I'm like, you know what? I'm 26 years old. I'm... I am woman. I'm a woman. Hear me roar. Mm-hmm. I walked around and I had a piece of my own poo on my face for God knows how long. And and I remember I told Lauren it was food. Um, Lauren, if you're listening, it wasn't food. It was my own shit. Well, two things to say about that. Mm. First thing is I think that you're living proof that it does get better. It does. Life does get <laughs> it, better. Life does get better. And the second thing is I did not think that we would start this podcast talking about shit, but we're going to talk about shit in our next topic as well. Uh, yeah, Shall we, we get into what's your on. opinion? All right, let's All right, do it. Let's go. We bring you all that's trending in lifestyle, arts, entertainment, and technology. The library is open. I don't read people. Of course you don't, Tara, because you're Christian. Last night I was casually scrolling through my Instagram timeline where I came across a, what appeared to be security footage posted by the PR queen, you, Roxy Jacenko. You sent me a message about this like the like middle of the night, being like, oh my God, go watch it. And I didn't watch it. I'm so upset I didn't. Well, it's gone now. She deleted it. Yeah, them. I know. But in I these scared. videos, it was three videos, a woman casually jogs past uh, a parked white four-wheel drive in front of her office, squats down, and is seen taking a shit on the sidewalk. Roxy Jacenko has said it's disgusting. Poo on your own street. Amy, what do you think of this? Well, I mean, I, I think the fact that she's saying poo in your own street is a red flag. <laughs> um, I've actually never pooed in public. No, I've never pooed in public either. I I've don't... never really need, found the, Well, I've needed to, but I've, I've had enough self-control yeah. to at least reroute my jogging route to jog home at that time. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even... I, I, 
I don't even really think I've ever pooed myself either. Yeah. Well, she said that this has happened three times over the past three weeks. Um, and it's always in front of her office between 6am and 6.40am. Um, and she's got the security footage to prove it. <laughs> but did you, I watched that security footage. Uh-huh. What I found baffling was like this woman like full takes like a nap, like a, a tissue out and wipes herself. Yeah, she so prepared. she's like fully prepared. Yeah. Which makes me think that like, there is there like some sort of weird fetish around like shitting in public? Well, Roxy said this. She goes, this is not someone with irritable bowel syndrome. This is someone probably getting off on it because yeah. she said that her offices are like a fortress there are security cameras everywhere and you're a fool if you haven't seen them mm. so she knows she's being watched well everyone remembers what happens when that guy stole the plants from outside her office yes she like tracked him down at the salvos and stuff like took them back yeah well she posted these videos to two hundred and fifty thousand followers of hers <laughs> saying do you know who this person is <laughs> and she has said this morning that she's gotten countless dms telling her who this is but she's not going to share it which is fair enough she doesn't want to embarrass the person but I think that's already been You'd done. already be embarrassed. I would be mortified if my face was on Roxy well, Jacenko's Instagram page if it happened, taking a like, shit in front of her office. If it's happened three times, it almost makes it like, okay, that's when you should publicly mm-hmm. post it. If it was just once, you yeah. could, like, you don't know. You could be potentially embarrassing a poor girl who, you know, does have an issue. Um, but the fact that it's happened three times and it's yeah. I mean, I always carry an old, I carry a tissue up my sleeve like a fucking old lady. Uh-huh. Um, if you know, if I had to go and stop and, you know, just drop a chocolate cake in the middle of the street, I'd be prepared with some tissue. Not while I'm running though. One of the quotes she says, she says, it must have been a homeless person who had no other choice. You can only imagine our horror that it was a nimble young blonde on her regular jog of a morning. Yeah, and just like her positioning of a poo. Yes. If I'm going to take a poo, I'm going to like go into your green bin or something. Yeah, I'm not going to drop something. it in front of a Suzuki. Exactly. Well, this is not the first time this has happened as well. Mm. This is only the first time that Roxy Jacenko has been well, targeted. Apparently, like that neighbors were saying that like people have like thrown poo at the place. Yeah, yeah, probably. I think a lot of people don't like her. Of course they don't because she's an outspoken, successful woman and people typically don't like that. Did you know her show, mm-hmm. I Am Roxy, that we talked about a few weeks ago? Yep. Maybe a month or two ago yep. now. That was an absolute flop. It did not rate well at How? all. How? I thought it was We still thought going. it was great. We yeah. thought it was fantastic. No, one episode and it was done. That sucks. Absolute flop. But do you remember um, in mid-2018, there were fed up residents of a unit block in Greenslopes in Brisbane, and they banded together to create um, like a sting operation to unmask their own poo jogger, and it was like, that like 65-year-old man, and they got a photo of him. What I'm going to put it on the pod, Graham. I really promise I will. But it is hilarious. But they, they set up a night vision camera, um, which now produced a now iconic image of Mac and, of this guy named Macintosh bent over doing his business. Was he homeless or something? Or no, he no. Just... He was a, like a business executive. And he just went and just did a shit in the street every day? I think this is something that people honestly get off on. <laughs> They're like, where can I poo? Poo where done can it. I poo? Where can I poo? Poo done it. The poo bandit. That is disgusting. Give her the mail. Give her the mail of the poo bandit. <laughs> No, okay. Well, I can honestly say that I've never taken a shit on the street. Mm -mm. Um, I have needed to in the past. What? So I've worn some on my face. Yeah, no, that's 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 a you problem, not a me problem. That's Um, a we problem. But my advice to this girl would be uh, reroute your Mm -hmm. jogging jogging route. So maybe you are home when it's time to go between six a.m. and six forty a.m. What would you do if you just walked past somebody and they were just taking a dump? I don't know what I would do. Just, oh, I'm so sorry. Let me give you some privacy. <laughs> or, I would like you know take what? my jacket off and hold it off as a shield. Be like, oh, sorry. Or I would purposely, like, look, this is really mean, but I would purposely try to humiliate them. Be like, excuse me, do you have the time? While they're like mid, mid shit. <laughs> <laughs> do, you do you have the time 
Do you have a lighter? <laughs> They're just like, yeah, sure. Just like, give me a second. Just give me a second. Let me just finish what's going on here. Oh, great. This woman's face is clear in these videos, so it's only a matter of time until they're found. I've only seen the ones with their blurred. <laughs> no, well, she's taking them down now, but I'm okay. sure I can try and find them. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there were screenshots, and I'll put them on the gram, I promise. Um, but yeah. she said that the only reason she took them down was because people started commenting saying, it looks like Jackie O from the kind of <laughs> Jackie O show. <laughs> she's taking like a, a little siesta from doing the masked singer to go take a shit in front of Roxy's. <laughs> The Masked Singer wasn't that a mess, but the the number one rated show, the the yeah. best, the most my rated show at the it. moment. And I watch it with my mum. Like I mean, I don't watch it. Like, but I, when I'm there, mm-hmm. I watch it because I'm also like, who could it be? People are crazy. People love crazy shit. Yeah. That's what it is. People mm. just love crazy shit. They're yeah. like taking a shit on the sidewalk and watching the wolf singing. And well, we all know it's Millsy. No, I think it's Shannon Noel. Nah, it's Millsy, babe. Everyone knows that. Now that. He's got a lot of time on his hands. So does Shannon Nolly. He isn't exactly like fighting off offers. But I love um, Lindsay Lohan and her guesses on what these people would oh. be. She's like, is it Snoop Dogg? I'm like, like, Snoop Dogg has other things to do. Yeah, and Snoop Dogg, like, Channel 10 yeah. can't keep anything alive, let alone do they have the like expenses to bring Snoop Dogg down to I know. the masked singer. She has way. She thinks that, that, that the Channel 10 is a much more successful TV station than what it is. I think she does. And then when they revealed that the first one, I, forget, I think it was like a unicorn or something, was Gretel Khalid. And yeah. she's like, oh my God, it's Gretel. But you, you don't have know. No who, idea. You have no idea who Gretel Colleen is. Or she's Colleen's. read Gretel Colleen's one book. Who knows? Yeah. Poo on you. Poo on you. Put my butt on your face and poo on you. Poo on your parents. Poo on the law. Poo on the lady who lives next door. Poo on you. Poo on you. Put my butt on your face. Now, Stephen, it has been a very big week in sporting news. Tell me everything. I'm so invested. Um, I don't know what you want. It's got to be better than that Balenciaga exhibition. Um, I'm going to take a photo of you literally right now, Stephen. I don't know if you know, but you look like um, somebody, like a who from Whoville. Why? Your hair. You just put it in like a spot. You also look a bit something about Mary. Oh, okay. All right. Um, anyway, <laughs> We'll we'll post that if I approve. Um, so I now I hope I say this. I hope you say his name wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, Eliad Kipchoge. No, I've said that wrong already. Where's he from? Eliad Kipchoge. Is that it? The Kenyan. I always say pronounce the names wrong, and I know them, and then I write them down in my notes, and I just like forget the pronunciation. Friends of the pod, come to aid. Um, if you do know the correct pronunciation, please slide yeah, into our DMs. I think it's, I think it's Eliad Kipcho- Kipchoge. Uh huh. Kipchoge. Aliyah Kipchoge. Gorgeous. Um, anyways, he's a 32-year-old man, uh, marathon runner from Kenya. Oh, that's where I, that's where our tea's from. It, no, it's not. It's from South Africa. Oh, cheers. Um, <laughs> um, anyways, so he made world news this week um, because he ran a marathon in Vienna, Austria in less than two hours. Wow. His time was one hour, 59 minutes and 40 seconds, which is the fastest time any runner has ever covered 42 kilometers. Is that how long a marathon is? 42 yeah. kilometers. <gasps> I was just saying that I wanted to do one. Oh, fuck no. I can't do that. It takes me 35. It's 35 kilometers to get from my house um, in Eltham to St. Kilda, which uh-huh. is, I mean, like, like not actual the suburb, the football club. And that's in Moorabbin. 
That's 35 kilometers. So you're essentially running more than that. Yeah, that's a lot. Okay. Um, so anyway, While you're just, out there, just though, a little bit of background um, because I'm sure you have no, no nothing about him. No idea. So he, he's obviously like an Olympic runner. He um, He's won so many gold medals. Uh, he won the Olympic marathon in 2006 and um, he holds the previous marathon world record of two hours, one minute and 39 seconds, um, which he achieved on 16th of September, 2018 at the two, uh, 2018 Berlin Marathon. So he basically has then gone from September last year to now and gone, I'm going to train again and I'm going to shave some time off. Mm-hmm. Anything you put your mind to, you, you can, will achieve. You can achieve. Um, basically what that means is like this superhuman was running at a minimum of 21 kilometers an hour. Oh my God. Right? He I- might actually get a fine in a school zone. <laughs> They are. They got like other like other runners to try to like run that pace on a treadmill. Um, so we had like they were experienced marathon runners, and the most anyone could last was one minute and ten seconds at that I, pace. I could not even. But I no, I couldn't even. Mm. Could not. Absolutely not. I like a, a slow walking pace when I'm on the treadmill at work. At um work, <laughs> like I have treadmills at work. When I'm at the gym, because I, it's like a nice texting speed. Yeah. You know? I can check my Twitter. I can check my Instagram. Um, I never post anything, but I can I can write back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, do you know what I found interesting when I was like um. One of the things is he didn't essentially start running until he was like, um, you know, older, like in his older teens. Um, but when he was growing up, he would run 3.2 kilometers daily to get to school. Now, Stephen, do you remember us in high school? I we would complain if we had to like walk never. up a hill that was even slightly. No, and I've got wog parents as well. So they always give you the same story. When I was your age, I had to walk through snow. <laughs> I had to walk through the desert. Like, I had where to are you walk... growing up with this snow and this desert? Yeah, I had to do the Kokoda truck every day to school. <laughs> and I'd be like, Mum, shut up. I shut had to milk a cow half the way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, which I thought was like, if I had to run 3.2 kilometers to get to school, I wouldn't go. I mean, we stretched, I wagged so many times. And all I had to do was get on a second bus, and I still didn't do that. No, no. My mum had to pick you up and countless times we got to the front of your house and you said, nah, not coming. Well, no, there was like, well, remember when we were going Box Hill and we would get the first bus from where your mum would drop us off? Yeah. And then we'd get to Doncaster and we'd sit at that coffee shop? Yeah, we'd sit there at the coffee shop for a good half hour or so, prepare us for the day. So many times I'd just go, nah, fuck this, I'm not going. Yeah, I went to school, remember we had a friend named Chantelle and we were Mm -hmm. in the same classes together, and every single morning Chantelle and I would arrive late to our first class and our teacher Maria God love her I'm sure she's a friend of the pod because she actually follows us on the Instagram oh, she? yeah yeah her. I love Maria um, she would uh, so we Chantelle and I would both walk in and she'd say to me oh Stephen oh we're so glad you're here here is the worksheet take a seat next to me how are you you look well blah blah, blah. Chantelle get the sheet and sit over there <laughs> She's so rude to her I remember one time I made this really gorgeous skirt in my sewing class and Maria was there, and um, one of our friends was trying it on. It looked incredible. And then Chantel tried to try it on. It wouldn't fit. Mm. And Chantel goes, oh, why Why won't it fit? Oh, I'm so bummed. Why won't it fit? And Maria just casually walks past and goes, that's because Chantel has big hips. And walks away. <laughs> <laughs> Not something you want to say to a 17-year-old, but we stand. Yeah, no, I would I would be so filthy over that. No, we loved it. Um, back to what we are saying. Oh, the yeah. Sorry. Ready. It is because... So not only is this like physically like it's just like not even humanly possible. This guy's a freak. Uh-huh. Um, but technically, because this was so heavily engineered, it doesn't count as a world record. Why not? So what I mean by heavily engineered 
was he had like a team of runners in an X formation around him at all times. This was to help him keep the pace as well as stop wind resistance. Ah. So there were people, there were runners, there were teams of runners that would run in a formation around him. So mm-hmm. he knew how fast he had to be going, but it also stopped wind uh, getting to him. There was also an electric car that beamed a laser in front of him. So he knew that the pace he needed to be, like keep going to make that record. Um, I'm sure Elon Musk had something to do with this. Oh, this, Elon- is, this is genius. <laughs> yeah. This is amazing. They, there was a person on a bicycle that would like hand him his water. Because you know when marathons have to like run off and get their water? Yeah. Hey, so he didn't actually ever have to stop. Um, and it doesn't count because he wasn't actually in a race. He was the only competitor. So it was like basically they just did this event just to see if he could do it. Um, but it was the greatest improvement in a marathon world record time since 1967. Good on him. And you know and what? It might not count as a world record, but it counts here. Oh, it's, it's one of those things. It doesn't count as a world record in running, but it's like a human record. Yeah. It's like absolutely. one of those things that you're going to look back and you're going to be like, shit, someone did that. I did that. Like yeah. there's no, I'm sure like Ripley's Believe It or Not isn't going to be talking about Neil Armstrong, but you know, he's still wrapped. He walked on the moon. Oh, please. Ripley's Believe It or Not have a world record for the most balloons popped in one single room. Calm down. <laughs> or the longest kiss or something. Oh, please. The biggest pie ever baked. <laughs> Um, do you reckon we could do a world record? What would we do? I don't know about you, but I would be into doing a fight. The long we should see how long the longest ever podcast was. I would do that one. The longest ever podcast. Yeah. I'm if anyone out there knows of any like cute world records that we could do, um, please slide into our DMs because we are very much open to doing a world record. Yeah, we'll discuss it next week. I always think about that. Like when you go through there and you're like, what possessed Cheryl 34 from Manchester? To continuously grow her fingernails until she got a certificate. <laughs> like, what Like what goes through your head when you go, yeah, fuck it, you know what? I am going to eat 87 hot dogs today. Fuck it. You know what, Amy? Let's take a short little tiny break. I'm going to find some world rec- ridiculous world, world records, records and let's go through them. Okay, uh, give us what? a second. Okay, guys. no, no. I'm, I don't even... I'll look at it. Let's see who can have the... Who can find the dumbest world record. Perfect. All right. All right ready? Give us a sec. All right. BRB. Now we're back. Now, just a disclaimer, we actually haven't planned this to segue. No, I have no idea what's Um, going on here. But I am kind of into it. I am um, loving it. We've been doing a little, like, when I say quick research, like, it, I don't even know if I've, like, really found the best one. I'm just too excited to get started. So, Stephen, <laughs> what have you found, doll? I have Let's found... one for one, okay? One for one. Okay, cool. Um, my favourite one that I just found, which is absolutely ridiculous, is Man Eats Entire Plane. So... <laughs> yes, you heard that right. He ate a plane. I mean, like, like a passenger carrying plane. You'd you be know, dead. Christ on an A380. He ate... Malaysian Airlines. No, he didn't. That's where that, no, he didn't. That's where, what is it? MH. MH70. 70? Yeah. Whatever. That's where it's gone, guys. It's in his stomach. Let me read it to you. Oh my God, Stephen, your um, phone's connected to my laptop and yours pulled it off. All right, I pulled it out. Okay. Michael Lolito from France, also known as Mr. Eat It All. <laughs> you know what, guys? That's my name on a Saturday night. It's, 
has already been known to have a knack for eating indigestible items from bikes, TV sets, shopping carts, and other random objects. He would chop them into tiny parts and eat little of t- a little at a time, washing them down with mineral oil and water. His oh, biggest disgusting. and stupidest achievement is consuming an entire aircraft, which took him two years. And then it says he died of natural causes at 57. Natural oh, causes. he died because Darling, he had a There's nothing blood. natural about him. No, he tried to pass a motor. He's got a fucking engine in his stomach. <laughs> all right, Amy, what about you? What's going on? Um, I have Sri Lankan couple. He, you all know how bad I am at names and saying things. Nissan, Nissan Sala and Nalin. Oh, yeah, cute. Um, break the Guinness World Record for a wedding with most bridesmaids for a bride in Nagombo. In 2018. So they had 126 bridesmaids and 25 groomsmen accompanied by 20 page boys and 23 flower girls. I don't even know 126 women. She would have been the biggest bridezilla. I was going to say, did you know how hard it is to just like organize four bridesmaids and making sure they all don't look fat in the same dress? <laughs> Can you imagine having to do that for 126 <coughs> fucking women? Far out. That's every woman I've ever met. Oh my god. Well, I've got one last one. It's a little tidbit one. Um, fastest bed maker goes to Andrea Warren from England, who uh, has made a king size bed with two pillowcases and a duvet and a bed runner in only 74 seconds. And all I have to say is, Andrea, are you available? Because I will hire you. Yeah, bad. Yeah, absolutely. I found some other dumb ones like. Um, most amount, most naked riders on a theme park ride. Oh, um, were they, were they in um, Extinction Rebellion? Most um, mass sumo suit gathering. Like a whole bunch of people just got in sumo suits. Um, Edibar Elikyev took the title for most spoons balanced on a human body by putting 50 metal spoons on his body. No, he didn't stick them to his skin. Who the fuck wakes up one day and goes... Hey, Ma, you got any of your spoons? I need them all. Give me them all. Ma, get your Royal Dalton out. I need some spoons. Ma, get the Christmas set out. (laughs) And then just goes, fuck it. Let's just balance them on my body and just get some new. And like post this photo on the gram. Steve, I'm going to turn my photo around. My laptop around. Look at him. (laughs) (laughs) Is that just Saddam Hussein? This Middle Eastern man who's like naked and he's literally like covered in like this like I would say like a collar of just like metal spoons. Yeah, it's like a Queen Nefertiti collar. There was also one for the most facial massages received. Who the fuck wants their face massaged? There was one that I found actually, I didn't save it, but it was something to do with um, an 11 year old boy from Ohio had the most amount of snails on his face at once. And I have to say that my beauty secret is a brand called Snail White and it's uh, snail secretion that I put on my face every day. Well, he's probably like as, he's gonna like, he's, his skin will be as smooth as anything. I did find one, Stephen, that you could genuinely, like you should have been there. What is it? On July 2018, 2000, uh, I've really butchered this. Oh, I just need a break. On July the 28th, 2013 in Tapai, one Taipei. Ta- is it, well, I, I, I'm not a fucking. I'm having an absolute. How do you say it? Taipei. Taipei. I'm having a bludgers <laughs> day. I'm just. You know what, guys? Babe, what happened in Taipei? Tell me. <laughs> Taipei away. Taipei. Come on. In, in um Taipei, um, <laughs> one thousand two hundred and thirteen people 
You're going to get so jealous right now, Stephen. Broke a Guinness World Record by applying facial masks for 10 minutes at the same time. Oh my God, where was I? It's basically like they've just got the whole of Etihad Stadium, clogged it on and gone here, put a sh- and there's nothing you do better in life, Stephen, than wearing a face mask. I do a face mask every day. It's like how I watch Kathleen Kim, you, you do a face mask. Yeah. No, nothing soothes me better. Nothing relaxes me better than just popping on a face mask and letting all my, my worries just... Fly away. Or to pie away, you could say. (laughs) I might do one when I get home. And when I'm reading a fucking dictionary. Last week, Australia was promised a week from hell by climate activist group Extinction Rebellion. Australia was brought to its knees by people gluing themselves to main streets in the CBD, blocking roads, and eventually climaxing in a semi-nude march through Melbourne. Amy, what do you think? Well, I mean, I... You and I have different... I'm, ge- I'm going to guess that you and I have different opinions on this. I think we're going to have to have a debate. Um, <laughs> I'm very... I'm... <clears throat> I know that their methods were extreme, um, but I think that the issue to what they were protesting for is a very big, important issue. And I don't feel like we're doing enough for, um, you know, climate change. So I know that people... What's your opinion on it, Dole? I Look, I kind of agree with you on that in that sense. I think that the message, the overall message that they are trying to achieve, I sort of, I sympathize with the message they're trying to get across, but like, you know, the threat of climate change is real, but I don't think that this is the best way to get your message across. Do you know what I mean? No, because how else they've, how many more Greta Thunbergs do we need before somebody actually turns around and goes, you know what? This is actually a fucking problem. Yeah, true. I know what you mean. Absolutely. Well, a lot about Greta Thunberg. How old is she? She's quite young. 16 years old. She's six. I thought she was younger. Well, a lot of them, a lot of, um, what do you call them? Extinction? Extinction Rebellion. I think they use a lot of scare tactics to get to young Australians like, I mean, Greta's not Australian, but young Australians. And they say things that like billions of people are going to die. The human race is going to be extinct within 20 years. And no scientist has ever said that. That's not true. That's, well, I see where you're coming from. Billions of people will die. Well, I, not really. Okay. Do you know, do you know much about climate change? Well, I live on earth. I have a relative, things are getting warmer. Whenever it's a hot day, I always point out and say, yep, global warming. So basically what it is, is um, it's like, you know, the greenhouse effect. Heat's get, heat gets in, mm-hmm. but the more greenhouse gases, the more like the heat gets trapped and basically heat, like the earth heats up. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, the rapid increase in greenhouse gases has warmed the earth at like such a rapid rate that it's the worst in over like 100,000 years. Mm-hmm. And essentially people will die because you've got ice is melting, which is causing, you know, changing weather conditions. You've got food sources being affected, um, you know, oceans, health. If you, like, if it also causes uh, smog is also an effect and people then, if you have a lot of smog, it can, you know, we like the Great London, was it the Great London smog where all these people died? All these things can cause 
in are a cause of climate change. Yeah. And if people don't do things now, the world's only going to get worse. And all the, and Greta Thunberg, when she did that speech to the UN, have you watched it? I did, yeah. Um, it was great. And I think that was the best way to do it because you're going straight to the UN and you're saying, this is this is my future. I'm 16. Well, do, I'm the one that has to, you know gonna have to deal with this. No, I don't. So, what do you mean? Well, So how she started was she basically became known for her activism in um, 2018 when she was 15 years old because she started began spending her school days outside the Swedish parliament calling for stronger action on global, global warming but holding up a sign which in Swedish said school strike for climate change. So she started she that started whole school, revolution. school strike. Okay. Which she basically, the, it just shows the power of one person giving enough of a fuck yeah. that the world's then going to turn around and go, okay, this is actually an issue. In her, um, like just for people that haven't, that didn't watch it, um, in, at the UN Climate Action Summit, she, one of her quotes was, we are in the beginning of a mass extinction and all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? So she's so powerful that she was named in like the Times most 100 influential people. She's won all these awards and it just shows that there's an issue that is so, it's so present that a 15 year old, a 15 at the time has had to bring it to our attention. Yeah. Well, look, my issue is not the general cause. I like the general cause. I think it's, I think it's really important. You know, climate change is real and it's, <laughs> it's something we have to do real things. Yeah. But my issue is the way that these protests are going about. And mm-hmm. I want to make sure that we're differentiating Greta Thunberg. Is, am I saying that correctly? Yeah. Yeah. And Extinction Rebellion, because they're two very different people, well, different groups, I guess. One's a person and one's a strange group. Um, but a, an entire week of chaos and bringing Australia to its knees by dancing on the street like they're having one big rave, I don't think that these optics will help the cause. It doesn't It doesn't add up to me. Dancing so, around the street... So what would you suggest that they do then? I think that they should go to big businesses like Energy Australia and the government to find the best possible outcome for the next but, generation. But okay, Energy Australia isn't going to go, you know what? You know what, Sylvia from fucking Fountain Lakes. I'm sure they'll listen. Um, you, know, I'm gonna turn into renewable. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna stop all my fossil, my fossil fuel, and we're gonna go to renewable sources like wind and solar, just so you can sleep a little bit at night. Big businesses don't give a fuck about the world. They don't give a fuck about their emissions. All they care about the is making as much money as they can at a lower cost. Well, dancing down the street and doing a nude march into Burke Street Mall is not going to help either. Well, it's it, it's got media attention. People are people not talking about climate change. Are people not watching Greta? Thunberg's address um there was this status that went basically every old person I know and every ignorant friend of my mother's uh, if they listen you know I don't give a fuck if I've invented you because you're an absolute idiot there was this status that went around it was one of those like copy ones and I have it um here and it was like to that snotty-nosed kid that read a speech at the United Nations the other day. Don't you dare put this blame on older generations. We realize that you're backed by the professional and whatever it is in fashion, people. But don't sit back. Do just sit back and do a little bit of research, little girl. It's hilarious. All these school kids pretending to us oldies that we buggered up the planet back in the and it was like back in the sixties we didn't use plastic. Blah blah blah. Back in the sixties and the seventies, this technology that you are sitting there going, it wasn't our fault. Your people created. No fucking two-year-old is coming out in the 80s and going, you know what? I'm going to create an aeroplane. <laughs> so they're sitting there going, oh, we didn't do that. We didn't go on many holidays because we were poor. Like, shut up. Don't. And the, the funniest thing is all these adults are attacking Greta, but then a, a guy recently, I don't know his name, I should have probably searched that, went and did a speech 
about your climate change. Not a single peep. It's just the fact that there's a young girl who's being proactive and she's talking about it, that all these adults are getting a little bit butthurt because they're like, it isn't our fault, it isn't our fault. Your generation also didn't do the research. Your generation didn't know what the damage you were causing. And your generation essentially didn't, care you weren't talking about this i'm not blaming old i'm not blaming you know the older generations not saying that us millennials are elitist in the fact that we know what we're talking that we're not talking about but we're making it an issue it was still an issue back then but a lot of things were an issue back then same sex was an issue back then uh children being born out of wedlock that that was you know they had women were being sent off to these homes to give birth and have their children taken off them that was also an issue back then but it just wasn't now they look back and they go okay we might be a little bit dumb but i'm waiting for the day that they look back and go okay yeah maybe we were a little bit dumb when we didn't actually care more I know where you're coming from. I, do, I know exactly what you mean. It's, but. Just, it's just this defense mechanism. And yes, I get that the way that those people went about it was extreme. But you saw what happens when a civilized conversation tries to take place. People just went after this 16-year-old girl. You had people like Donald Trump, Vladimir Putin, who's also an idiot, um, <laughs> the president of France. They all just went after her. Donald Trump has literally begun tw- trolling this 16-year-old girl. Um, and he's just said he posted a quote of hers and there was like, you know, people are dying, blah, blah, blah. And he said, she seems like a very happy young girl looking forward to a bright and wonderful future. So nice to see. Hang on. I'm going to stop you for a second. Mm. Did you know that's her bio on her Twitter? She, yeah. <laughs> that's her she bio. She turned around to mock him. That's my bio on my Twitter. And she then said, I don't understand why grown-ups would choose to mock children or teenagers for just communicating and acting on the science when they could do something good instead. And then... Donald Trump went and called her an actress and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, where's our Greta Thunberg then? Who is going to go up to Scott Morrison and say, we need help with climate change now? Well, that's what that's what the protesters are trying to do. Oh, absolutely not. They were so not. So what, you think they were just going out there to have a jolly good time in the buff? When you have people dancing and acting like fools for an entire week, they're dancing down the street. Okay, like, can you imagine how boring it would be standing in a street for a week? But this is not something that you should need to be See, happy but about. We, da- we dance just because it's a Tuesday. Yeah, exactly, but I'm not protesting so what about would you, climate what would you change. Prefer? What would you prefer? They, they, they just stood there? Well, no, don't protest at all. It's not, you so, don't need but you to. Don't, but they're trying to get their message out. If they don't protest... Who's going to care? Well, they, what's what's Australia going to do for it? Look, I asked a lot of people in the city last week, because I work in the city, and mm-hmm. a lot of people had no idea why they were protesting. Well, then a lot of people are obviously ignorant, because everybody knew it was for climate change. Oh, it, it didn't come as no surprise. And you yourself last week said these people were dumb because they posted it so all the cops knew where they were going. Yeah. So if they were posting it and the cops knew... The people should have known. And if you didn't know, read a bloody sign. Well, Australia spent over 100000 No, Victoria alone spent over $100,000 on extra police resources yeah. for that week. So what? I'd it's prefer, a waste I'd, of I'd, resources. I'd prefer more money. Well, you know what the cops who were getting paid overtime? I'd prefer more money in their pocket. Mm, I don't know. I think I, a waste of, res, waste of resources. It's just, What would you rather they do with it? Well, what do you think would be a mark of success for them? What, what are they trying to get here? Um, an actual, like a viable plan towards climate change, Australian committing and committing a decent amount to, um, reduce the admissions and actually doing something. And they sit there and they say, oh yeah, no, we're going to do this, but it's all just like, there's nothing actually 
in plan and it, they, they make these promises but it's not actually happening i know what you mean but it, the way that the protests were they were affecting everyday australians like you and yeah, i so what? they were affecting people from getting to work and affecting people from so getting to hospitals you're, and... you're week, you've been put off for a week but i'm not the one that needs to be put out big businesses need to be cut yeah, out no but what i'm saying the is the coal mine needs to we, be people affected. were complaining because all oh, they they were 15 minutes late to work one day because a tram couldn't get by think about what's going to happen in a, you know 100 years when your kids are growing up and they're fucking sweltering to death out there because we fucked the planet. But you don't with, think they're going to be put out? But with these protests, I don't think about. Oh wow, okay, I'm an hour late for work now. I need to change, save the environment. I think these fucking idiots have glued themselves to the street and made me late. What about ambulances? What about? I remember I was watching a Current Affair and Reedy, friend of the pod. I'm sure Reedy's a friend of the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, he interviewed a woman stuck in traffic for 40 minutes. She needed to get to her nursing home. Her mother had passed away the week before, and she needed to clean everything out from the nursing home. She couldn't get there. Well, yeah, look, it, that that's unfortunate. I think they but want the, zero emissions. Zero emissions out of Australia. Australia only accounts for 1% to 2% of emissions worldwide. And I get, look, we can change. But if you're talking about zero emissions, we're talking about no mobile phones, no televisions, look, I, I think zero, no lights. We're going back to the Stone Age here for zero well, emissions. I th- yeah, look, I think there are some things that are ne- like necessary, uh, but I also think there are things that people can do. I'm not going to sit here... And be hypocritical because I, I still eat meat. Um, I still I drive an SUV. I'm not sitting here saying that I'm some big green thumb. I do try to be um, aware of what of like my usage and things. Um, mm-hmm. But you know I'm not like Greta Thunberg who God bless her little soul. Um, she made her family stop traveling by air. They stop eating meat, all this stuff, and which is another reason that adults have now just gone and just started attacking her. Yeah. It's like she's this young girl who cares about something, and they're just like, oh. I know what you mean. What, there was um, this Australian journalist. Um, what's his? I have, I've written it down here because Australian com- um, commentator. And climate change denier Andrew Bolt. Andrew oh, Bolt, if you listen I to like this, the Bolt Report. No, okay, I can't Andrew listen Bolt's to this. Idiot. <laughs> He's um, so left, but I like these. I like after his show. she announced, you know, that all this, like, all, that she was traveling to Australia, um, to the United States in a carbon zero yacht, Bolt said that she had a cult following, calling her freakishly influential. And he said, for a girl so young with so many mental disorders. Okay, for starters, right. uh, Greta Thunberg's been very open in the fact that she suffers from Asperger's, which she she uh, says that, you know, it's like a superpower. Because um, she said, you know, before that she actually um, started, like, uh, you know, being an activist. Um, act- activist. Activist. My words today. Use your words. Um, for climate change. She said that she had no energy, no friends. She didn't speak to anyone. She just sat at home alone with an eating disorder. And now people have started going after her because she has Asperger's. Sorry, I think it's now they just call it autism. Um, but oh, is it two different things? No, well, it's uh, Asperger's is on the is on the autism spectrum. Oh. But I think now they don't actually categorize it as Asperger's. They just say you are on the spectrum. Yep, I see. Okay. Um, but she turned around and she said, "When haters go after you, which I." The reason I'm sharing this quote, and I'm so glad we've naturally come onto this, is because I love this so much. And this sort of goes back to what we were saying last week when we were talking about women's appearances, how people always go for them because it's an easy grab. Mm-hmm. And she said, when haters go after your looks and your differences, it means they have nowhere left to go and then you know you're winning. 
That's pretty great. And I love that. Well, let's talk about the media coverage, that what Australia had to say about the week of hell, brought to you by Extinction Rebellion. The Daily Telegraph had a, a coverage via an insider. They sent someone inside the protest to get an insight. Mm-hmm. Um, and he basically said, passion on its own achieves nothing without a practical plan to back it up, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. These people are very passionate about... I think about- they're just trying to get the people in a position with, you know, the science, to actually make a plan. They, they're not going to sit there and make a plan. No. They're so passionate about climate change and protesting and, like I said, gluing themselves to the street to make a stand and get people talking, but then there's no real plan to back that up. If I was to interview one of them and say, okay, what can we do? I guarantee they would say, well, cut out emissions. Okay, great. Tell me how. You know what I mean? But that's not their position. Their position is to get those – their job is to – what they're trying to do is essentially get the people in a position – uh, with the resources to come up with a plan, to actually come up with a plan. Uh. You wouldn't – I'm not going to go into, uh, you know, a hospital and just say my mum's dying. I don't want somebody to come to me and go, okay, how do you save your mum? I don't fucking know. I just know I want you to save her life. Yeah. Well, and I, want, I would prefer the doctors and the people that are paid to that to save my mum's life. I know that's what I want you to be doing, but I can't tell you how to save her life. My mum's fine, by the way, guys. <laughs> yeah, she's in Bali. Yeah, she's in Bali living up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this uh, insider from the Daily Telegraph also said, Romeo and Juliet were passionate, but look what happened to them. Romeo and Juliet are f- – that. that's like just saying Shrek and Princess Fiona <laughs> <laughs> were passionate about each other, but look what happened to look them. What happened they live to in them. a swamp and they're green. <laughs> Kerry Ann Kennelly, who I stand, said uh, she jumped on Studio 10 on Channel 10 and said, the guy hanging from the Story Bridge – this is Sydney, by the way mm-hmm. – why send emergency services? Leave him there until he gets himself out. No emergency services should help them. Nobody should do anything and – all you do is put up little witches' hats around them or use a, them as a speed bump. Look, probably don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that, <laughs> Look, guys. I, I get what people are saying when, like, yes, um, they were extreme. Um, would I go to that extent? No. Um, am I going to turn around and shame them for what they're doing? No. I remember a few weeks ago I was getting the train home and there were so many – when they did do the school um, – strike for climate ch- um, change. My uh, university actually did it as well and they had posters everywhere. And um, the amount of young kids I saw that had little posters and they were so passionate and I think it's sort of a good sign as to where even just the fact that these young kids have so much passion about an issue that's like it is selfish in a way and it is like self-serving because, you know, we want a healthier um, earth for them. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that they were so passionate, I did not care. I think I cared more about high school musical too than I did about anything when I was that young. You know, we were so... We were so... We we just wanted to be um, Sharpay and Ryan. Yeah, I was, more, I was more concerned. I was also more concerned about getting my mum to allow me to have a chihuahua so I could put it in my bag and call it Tinkerbell, like Paris Hilton, <laughs> as opposed to going out there and finding for something. So, like, yeah, their, their methods were unconventional. Um, but you know what? Deal with it. At least they're passionate about something. Well, I always say when something stinks, it normally stinks from the top. Mm-hmm. So I'm asking, I'm calling out the big companies and the Australian government to set an example for everyone else. Yeah. This is not the way you should act. But even Prince Harry, for example, Prince Harry said that every carbon emission counts, but then he was caught taking private jets. Um, at what point will they lead by example? Zero carbon emissions means literally nothing. We cannot mm. do this podcast with zero carbon emissions. Oh, there's always going to be some. Always. But reduce it. Reduce it to a level where it's going to stop doing it. You know, we're going to stop melting the glaciers. We're going to stop sending, you know, a greenhouse gases out there and stuff. Just do something. Yep. Okay. All right. 
let's let's put a pin on that. Let's put yeah. a pin on that. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that's all we have time for. But thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Um, we promise it won't be as like environmental um, next time. Yeah, no. Next week we have something else planned for you. But jump if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and subscribe to our podcast. It really helps us out a lot. Yeah, apparently you apparently you can rate every episode. Can you? Yeah. Well, didn't you say that? I think I just meant the the first one. Oh, well, I've done that then. You only have to do that once, don't you? Oh, brilliant. That's it. That's all yeah. you have to do. Um, also, jump on our Instagram. It's at the opinionated pod. Follow us and become a friend of the pod. And also, we mentioned earlier in this episode, we have a little competition running for some very special handmade limited edition drink bottles that could be yours. Um, also, if you guys, if there is ever anything that you would like to get us uh, to cover, please just DM us. We're always happy to take, you know, feedback and not feedback don't give me a fucking feedback if if one of the girls no, at Stephen work wants you. to give me more feedback please don't no we didn't um, ask you for feedback yeah i always get it but i don't fucking want yeah. it if you have an opinion make get your a own podcast. podcast um but send us like if you think something's hilarious and you sort of want to see how we take it you have a question please send that through because like today we came up with these topics i reckon about i'm not gonna lie 20 minutes before we started recording this. exactly yes yes um we're busy you know we're just busy um, but yeah, send them through. And um, I think that's probably it. That's it. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We'll, we'll see you guys next week. We'll see you I next promise week. I won't fade this out again. <laughs> All right. Okay. Goodbye. Thank you very much and farewell. That was weird. I don't know why I did that. Bye.